Hey there, and welcome back to Take One, the podcast that brings you just one merciful page of Talmud every day. When I came across a passage all about mercy in today's page, Yivamot 79, I just felt like this is precisely the sort of words that I needed to hear right now. Have a listen. David, isn't King David? David said, there are three distinguishing marks of this nation, the Jewish people. They are merciful, they are shamefaced, and they perform acts of kindness. They are merciful, as it is written, and he will give you mercy and have mercy upon you and multiply you, Deuteronomy 13.18. Not only will God have mercy upon you, but he will bestow the attribute of mercy upon you. They are shamefaced, as it is written, and that his fear shall be upon your faces, Exodus 20.17. And the fear that is on one's face is his shame. They perform acts of kindness, as it is written, For I have known him to the end that he may command his children and his household after him, that they may keep the way of the Lord to practice righteousness and justice, Genesis 18.19, i.e. to perform acts of kindness. Whoever has these three distinguishing marks is fit to cleave to this nation. Those who lack these qualities, however, are unfit to be part of the Jewish people. When David saw the cruelty of the Gibeonites, he decreed that they may never enter into the congregation of Israel. What a beautiful insistence on these three incredible qualities. Beautiful. Beautiful, right? I mean, and I, I will, when we get to it, take a little issue at, at uh, the translation of, of Baishanim. I'm not sure I agree with it, but I mean, who who wouldn't want a people that was filled with compassion and mercy? The voice you hear is our guest today, one of my favorite people and rabbis and teachers and thinkers, Rabbi Sari Laufer. It really moved you, didn't it? It did. As I said to you when you when you reached out, I can't not come and talk about Rachamim and, and Chesed, which to me are these just core, I mean, here, right, stated right here, core values of the people of Israel. And I actually would argue core values of, of the divine and the divine relationship. So favorites, always. Inshallah. Now, now tell me, so we, we read this and it hits so close to home. And then I kind of felt, well, shamefaced that it hit so close to home because it seemed to me that these three qualities ought to be so fundamental and yet are so rare. What, what, what do you make of this passage? What what aren't we getting? What should we get more of? So I, I'm going to actually quote um, my teacher, Rabbi Shai Held, um, who writes really beautifully um, about another piece of Talmud that that says that the beginning and the end of Torah is chesed, is, is this loving kindness. And, and Rabbi Held writes that it's a way of understanding what lies at the heart of Torah, the God who cares deeply about human beings and acts with loving kindness towards them. But then goes on to say that that our text isn't content to describe God as compassionate and generous. The sages are not content to describe God as compassionate and generous. They they do it so that not only may God be worshipped, but also that God be emulated. And I think it's just such a beautiful idea, right, that I think these attributes of chesed and rachamim, we can't, maybe we would translate it as mercy and compassion or mercy and loving kindness. We're right in the middle of the Omer right now as as we're talking. And those are some of the, uh, the attributes that we're meant to balance in the world, right? And this idea that, that these are godly attributes, but 
we're supposed to not just look at them, but really work to emulate them. And then I just love the idea that, that Chesed and, and Rachamim are, are meant to be our defining characteristics, right? Not just, not just something we might get to here and there, but, but really the things that define us as, as a people. I, I love this. And one uh, of the things that really kind of got me about this particular passage is how active the voice was. I mean, the commandments here aren't just like, we'll do this. It's, for example, you have to practice righteousness and justice. Fear shall be upon your faces. It it really is kind of a, almost like a bold-faced call to action, isn't it? Right. I mean, I've I've always loved that about our text that do not understand chesed and rachamim. They don't understand compassion and loving kindness, just as like nice feelings that we might have. Um, they really, our texts have always understood it as like, you can think anything you want, but this is the way you are going to act in the world. And so the requisite and most unfair question, how do we begin? Well, first, I want to start before I even get to that question, because I, I do think I'm glossing over this whole notion of of uh Bishanin in here, Bishanim in, in Hebrew, right? This this shame they translated as shame faced. You're our native Hebrew speaker, but I've always understood Bishan as almost sort of shy or timid. That is that is the modern day uh translation, correct? And and I wonder how that would recast this teaching. So I quoted one of my rabbis, Shai Held. I'm going to quote another one, Brene Brown, who right talks about shame. That shame is like she always says, right? Guilt is the idea that I did something wrong, but shame is this internalized sense that I am wrong, um, that something about me is wrong, and I can't imagine whether it's King David in this text or anyone saying like that we want shame to be a, a defining characteristic of the Jewish people. And so I wonder if we reread it as sort of timidness, you know, I maybe even like introversion, like how does that change its understanding, right? Because then maybe we're saying like, compassion and mercy and making space for other people in the world might be the characteristics that that we want to we want to shine out, and and I like that better than shame. So I just want to name that because I don't think we can just read it and be like, oh, how beautiful, there's chesed and there's rachamim, because they do stick this other thing in. But I can't imagine saying like, yes, shame is the characteristic we want you to bring into the world, right? This like deep-seated belief that you are somehow wrong. I, I love that. And this is especially a very good note, I think, for me personally, uh, a person who doesn't always... Uh, believe that shyness is an actual inherent trait, but rather thinks it's laziness uh, at the face of difficult social interactions. So, note well taken. But I'm going to say, like, maybe it's not shyness, right? You asked the question of, like, how do we begin to do this? And I'm thinking of the text that Ein Habayshan Lomade, which is another text, Rabbi Hillel says, one who is timid can't learn. And I always think of that, like, the idea being, like, the one who doesn't step forward first. And so maybe it's not about shyness, right? Maybe it's about knowing your space and and taking up the right amount of space. This is something I think about a lot. There's lots written about there about shyness versus introversion, and they're not the same. But sort of like knowing the power of your voice, maybe, and and using it correctly is might be one piece. And you know, I think the other thing about chesed and and rachamim, compassion and loving kindness, like. They are huge concepts, and they're also like the simplest and easiest about how we walk in the world, right? Is it like you're in New York, I'm here in Los Angeles, right? If I pass someone on the street who's asking for money, do I literally walk by as if they don't exist? 
you know, do I stop and say good luck? Do I have something that I'm able to give them? Right. That's that is a kindness. May we never stop thinking about these questions. Rabbi Sari Laufer, thank you so much as ever for being our guest. Thank you. I love this text. I'm going to keep coming back to it. This has been Take One. If you enjoy the show, and I hope you do, please go and rate and review us on iTunes or whatever platform you use to listen to podcasts. Each week, we will be releasing new episodes Monday through Friday, covering the entire weekly portion of Dafyomi. Take One is a Tablet Studios production. The show is hosted by me, Leah Leibowitz, and is produced and edited by Daron Rusquet and Quinn Waller. Our team also includes Stephanie Butnick, Josh Cross, Mark Oppenheimer, Sarah Fredman-Ader, Robert Scaramuccia, and Tanya Singer. For more information, go to tabletmag.com slash takeone or email us at takeone at tabletmag.com. You can find us on Twitter at takeone.fiomi or join our Facebook group by searching for Take One Podcast. I hope we have made your day a little more Talmudic and we will see you again soon.